going to throw it. And he's got the touchdown! Here's Brady's pass. It's Gronkowski! Oh! Max strips it! He is unbelievable! It's the Tabor Gridiron Podcast. I'm Steven here with my son Isaac. Isaac, football season is nearing an end, but we got some things to talk about still. We still got a bunch of stuff to cover. This was championship weekend. I typically am really happy with championship weekend, and it's actually usually a lot more fun than the Super Bowl some years. But I have to say that last week was a lot more epic than this week. These were still good games, and it was a lot of fun. And it's just really cool watching these four teams battle out to get to the Super Bowl. But last week is still, that's just so far this whole year, that has been the most epic week of football in a long time. But this was pretty fun. And a lot of people thought the Chiefs were going to run away with this game. Chiefs Bengals, break this down a little bit for me. All right, so I was definitely with the people who thought the Chiefs were going to win. And honestly, my heart was with the Bengals. I wanted Joe Burrow to make it. I thought, man, it would be great for him to make it. He's never been to a Super Bowl. He's a younger player. I really, really wanted Evan McPherson to make it. He's made so many crazy field goals and won so many games. I was just like, he needs to be in the Super Bowl no matter what. And honestly, you know, the Chiefs, I like Patrick Mahomes. I like Tyreek Hill. I like the team. But we can all agree they've been winning a lot, and they've just been kind of bulldozing over everyone, and it's nice to see someone else kind of get the spotlight because a lot of people, that's the reason people didn't really like Tom Brady, which we'll get to in a while. Now, everyone, Tom Brady was a great player, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but that's the reason they didn't like the Patriots and the Buccaneers for a little while because they were getting the spotlight consistently, consistently, I didn't really mind it a lot because, honestly, the Patriots were just that good and they are just that elite. I don't really have the same feelings about the Chiefs. I feel that they're a little less elite and a little less skilled, and I I just—I really wanted the Bengals to make it because they have—this is the first time— in, you wanted the Bengals, but on our picks that we did, you did pick the Chiefs. Okay, I have a, I have and, a fair excuse and, and, for that. And you still lost, so you should have just I went know. with the Bengals. The whole thing was, last time we did our picks, I was 0-4, and four, and that, that hurt, and I didn't want to see that happen again. So I, route, I had an idea. I thought, for the first game, I'm going to do the Chiefs because I need to get at least one win. I can't go with a goose egg again. And so I did the Chiefs, and I still lost both games. So you picked the Chiefs thinking that they were going to win, but you really wanted the Bengals to win. I guess that's a good point. If you really want someone to win, I guess that's all you need. Now, okay, this game was the beginning. When it started, we were like, oh, man, the Bengals are struggling. The Chiefs are just rolling through. Patrick Mahomes kind of just finished off right where he did last week, just playing elite football, was moving the ball, spreading the ball around, running around some really amazing plays. The second half, now the Bengals did step up. Their defense did step up. They were able to contain Mahomes a little bit. They were able to get good coverage down the field. But I have to say that 
really Mahomes struggled in that second half and didn't really look like himself. Make the, the defense of the Bengals just throw him off that much. He he was making inaccurate passes, two interceptions. Everything kind of changed right before halftime. The Chiefs were rolling. They're about to score, and the Bengals stopped them. They didn't get anything. No touchdowns, no field goals. Half We go into halftime, and even though the Bengals were losing, the momentum was with them, and then they came back in that second half, and it always felt like the Chiefs were just struggling. They scored three points in that whole second half, which is crazy, and the Bengals just steamrolled which was awesome it was awesome and honestly it's kind of hard because I don't know if it was the Bengals stepping up that won this game or Patrick Mahomes stepping really way down in fact it was a career low game for him which honestly for Patrick Mahomes it's not a good time to have a career low game in literally the championship round that's like the worst time to have a career low game and clearly it showed because it wasn't necessarily the whole Chiefs team that was letting them down. They were still playing great football. Chris Jones was trying to get to um, Joe Burrow. Tyreek Hill was still playing good. But it was really Patrick Mahomes who just stopped playing at an elite level. And the quarterback has a big influence on the entire team. So if your quarterback is not playing at an elite level, your team isn't going to play at an elite up. At least, yeah, I mean, hats level. off to the Bengals for sure. They they stepped up and they did what they needed to do, but it it was a little interesting. You definitely did not. Patrick Mahomes definitely felt just off and thrown off. Which again, hats off to the Bengals for stepping up and whatever their game play was and putting some more pressure. And there was times that Patrick had a lot of time in the pocket, but there was nobody open down the field, and the coverage was just fantastic. A couple of the interceptions that the Bengals got, textbook, just defense, just absolutely perfect the way that they were playing these receivers and not really allowing Patrick to make those epic plays. And that's what really won them this game. And then you do, you have Joe Burrow stepping up and doing what he needed to do. Jamar Chase did just enough. He struggled a little bit and likely so. The Chiefs came in going, Jamar Chase is not going to beat us. We've talked about this, Isaac, you know, just when that one player just totally dominates. And I think the Chiefs did a good job containing him. He still did decent, 54 yards with a touchdown. He stepped up when he needed to, but other players stepped up. T. Higgins was on fire, over 100 yards receiving. Joe Burrow, just really accurate, making good decisions. I I really like what he's doing, and I'm happy to see the Bengals move on. Are they going to be able to win the Super Bowl? That will be interesting. Time will tell on that. Uh, But, you know, this was the fourth championship game in a row that the Chiefs are in. Mm -hmm. And it would have been their third Super Bowl. I mean, hats off to them for getting here. But Bengals, it's like the first time in like 88, since 88, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's a long time. So I'm happy to see them here. I'm definitely happy to see him here because, like you were saying, it's been a really long time since the Bengals were here. And they are one of two teams who has never lost a conference conference championship game. And that's in ever. Like, that's in NFL history. So this was a big accomplishment for them. Well, they, they don't get there very often, though, too. Oh, that's a good, you, you do got to throw that out there with that stat. That's you, true. Although um, when, when you just read the stat without that comment, it sounds so much cooler. And yeah, when you're just saying that. But for then sure. When you, for re- sure. No, I hear you. And and it is the fact that, that they were able to come in to Kansas City 
and play that the way that they played and, mm-hmm. and take them. That was just, it was really good. And hats yeah. off to them. That's a good point because especially since they went into Kansas City, that is one of the loudest stadiums and it's just a crazy place to be. But we have another game to talk about and I think we should dive into that. Rams into 49ers. That was a game to end all games. Now, who were you going for on this one? So I was going for the 49ers and this time I was actually honest with my picks and I went for the, I picked the 49ers and I was wanting them to win. I kind of want, personally, I wanted to see, like, obviously the Rams haven't made it to the Super Bowl in a while, but I was hoping for, like, an underdog Super Bowl. Like, 49ers, Bengals, no one expected them to win. And honestly, you can't get everything you want in life. I got the Bengals there. I'm happy. And, however, I would have preferred the 49ers to pull through. And they were just so close. It really just depended on a field goal. And it was it a field goal in Garoppolo's play. I, that's true. We we've been talking about it throughout the season in these games. Is good Garoppolo going to show up? Bad Garoppolo? He wasn't horrible. He did enough. He did his job. But at the end, when things really were on the line, and he needed to step up, he was unable to. Some poor decisions. I don't know. I can't really see him being with the 49ers much longer. They've been in this position. They've been in these big games. And for sure, there's lots of mistakes around, whether it's coaching, other players. But your quarterback is kind of that centerpiece in there. Mm-hmm. And I, I just I think that they've lost too many times in these big games that coaching higher-ups are going to go, you know what, I, I think right now Garoppolo's our weakest link and we're going to have to move on. We'll see. Uh, he's not a horrible co- quarterback. I wouldn't say he's on an elite level, but he, he does his job. You're right. He does do his job. And speaking of centerpieces and quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford, What what is there to say? He has literally transformed into something new. Like, this is not the same Matthew Stafford that played with the Lions. And it really goes to show how the environment of a team can affect a player because... We saw Tom Brady go from the Patriots to the Buccaneers, transform the Buccaneers into a Super Bowl championship team, and a Super Bowl champion team. And we saw the and we saw Stafford go to the Rams and Goff go to the Lions. And clearly, both teams had different expectations. They, the Lions thought, "Sweet, we got Goff. We're gonna be awesome." They lost almost every game, and the Rams thought maybe we took a big gamble, but. They're in the Super Bowl, so I'd say they're gamble. Well, well, they they brought Stafford in for these big games. Now, the Rams team has been decent the last several years. Sean McVay has been doing a great job. You got Aaron Donald and just some good players. And then you had Jared Goff, and he was doing just enough. It was kind of like that Garoppolo quarterback. You know, he was doing just enough to get there and just wasn't able to finish off those big games. And they were like, are we really going to make it that far with Goff? They take the gamble, trade him to get Stafford. Now, I would say Stafford is, he's definitely playing on a high level this year. I'm not seeing a whole lot different from him. He's always been a really good quarterback. He was just in a really bad organization and a really bad team. And, and that's, I'm really happy for him. And to see that year in and year out, even though he was in the Bears division and we were going for the Bears, you felt bad for him because he had the skill, he had this ability, and he just one person cannot 
keep a team going. And I hope that but the trade really is a wake-up call for the Lions to go, okay, great, well, we got rid of Stafford, we have Jared Goff now, who's a decent quarterback, and we still are at the bottom of the barrel because it's not just the players that we get or it's not just a quarterback. It's the team as a whole. It's how things are coached, how things are run. And you can go to the same thing with the Bears. Like You need good key players, but you need to be playing good in three phases of football. And the way that the organization of the Lions is set up and run right now is kind of set up to fail. And it's not just going to be one player that's going to change things around. They need to change things up. On the flip side, you brought Matthew Stafford who was a good quarterback into a decent team and that team helped him step up to be an elite quarterback in that category of just really good quarterbacks and you're watching him lead the team and it's been pretty amazing it has been pretty amazing to see him really just take ownership and lead the entire team and they also have veteran players they're taking veteran players to in a way mentor him as being on the Rams team they've got OBJ they've got uh, Aaron Donald they've got a lot of good players so they've just got a whole well-rounded environment like you were saying three phases of football very essential for a football team and honestly the Lions well again I, like you said last week this is like the the Madden dream team going on I right know, now right? and they are just rolling steamrolling on everybody and they're my pick for the Super Bowl would it be cool for Joe Burrow Jamar Chase yeah I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind but this is the Rams time I think and they definitely put all their chips in. They definitely got all their key players to form a team to win now. And and I think Sean McVay deserves it, the team. And I really want to see Stafford just out of anybody on that team. I, I really think it would be good for Stafford to be able to, to take the Super Bowl and to win that. And so I, that's my pick. I think that they are going to come in. I think that their defense is going to be able to contain the Bengals, and I think Stafford is going to step up and do what he needs to do and win this game. I think I'm I'm not entirely on the Rams wagon right now. I'm more on the Bengals wagon right now because I would really like to see Joe Burrow make it as a younger player and dun dun dun. Although like like you said, I wouldn't mind if the Rams won because No, that's right. You Matthew, said it here. You're going for the Bengals. I'm going for the Rams. All we'll right. see next week who it's gonna be. We will. And what's gonna happen. We'll break all that down. A couple of things before we close here that I, I do want to get to. The Bears, we've talked about them over the season. We talked about their struggles. They did step up and they kind of cleaned house. They didn't clean house all the way up to the top like I was hoping they would, but they did enough. They got a new head coach, a new general manager, a new offensive coordinator. We'll see what they can do. It's going to be interesting. It's kind of funny that we fire a guy named Ryan as the general manager and a guy named Matt as the head coach, and we hire a guy named Ryan as the general manager and a different guy named Matt as it's the head coach. It's a sign. It's a sign. Um, we're do bad hopefully again. that doesn't mean we're going to do bad again. No, you got Matt Eberflus as the head coach, Ryan Poles, general manager, Luke Getze as the offensive coordinator. I think it's going to be good. It's going to be interesting to see what they can create and what they can do, and they really do need to shake things up a little bit. I think the big news, we've talked about it, quarterbacks coming and going, people retiring, people leaving. 
I would say the two hardest ones really when Peyton Manning retired, man, that was a big loss. Mm-hmm. And it was just the way he played the game, the way he led, and it was time for him to go, but it was just kind of like, oh, man, no more Manning. And then you had Drew Brees, and when he announced that he was not going to be coming back, you are like, no, like, Drew was just, he was a leader, man, and mm-hmm. he was a lot of fun to watch. You thought that Tom Brady was just going to play forever. We Everybody always talks about it. How long can he really keep going? How He's 44 years old and he's playing at such an elite level. And can you keep playing like that? And how many games and how many years? And he made it pretty far. Mm-hmm. And they got knocked out last week. Then you got earlier in the week, on the weekend, everybody's, oh, Tom Brady's retiring. Tom Brady's retiring. There's all these news leaks. He didn't say anything, and everybody's like, ah, oh, Tom's not retiring. Well, as of a couple days ago, Tom's officially retired. He is retiring. His 22-year career is coming to an end, and I, it's, it's, a, it's a hard loss. And we're all going to miss Tom. He was a great player. Whether you hated him or you loved him, you had to agree that he was a great player. And he just played, and not even... We always talk about elite levels and whatnot. He just played at a different level. No one else was on his level. He was supreme in this category. He was just a great player all the all the way around. He was a great leader. And more than that, he was just a great person. He respected people. He was able to um, be—he wasn't arrogant, and he didn't often look for attention as some other quarterbacks do. He was okay— with not getting attention, like even in certain commercials, like there was a Subway commercial where they were like, we don't even have time for this guy. And it was like Tom Brady and he's okay with that. And it's awesome to see a quarterback that good with that much money and whatnot doing those kind of things. And it's, it's definitely going to be hard. And I agree with you. I I think whether you like him or not, if you are a football fan, you have to agree that Tom Brady is just on a different level and an elite quarterback I remember watching him play his first game and watching him win his first Super Bowl and been watching ever since. And it's a long time for sure. And he posted on social media and said, I've always believed the sport of football is an all-in position. If 100% competitive commitment isn't there, you won't succeed. This is difficult for me to write, but here it goes. I am not going to make that competitive commitment anymore. I have loved my NFL career, and now it is time to focus my time and energy on things that other things that require my attention. Tom Brady, like you said, 22 years. He's got seven Super Bowls, six with the Patriots. Then the one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that's just crazy. He's got the all-time record for passing yards, touchdowns, and completions. I mean, it's going to take people a long time to break Tom's records. It's not going to be the last time we're going to be seeing of him. I'm sure he's going to do some analysis or announcing, coaching, something. I think football's still going to be in his in his blood and, and there's going to still be Tom Brady around. But definitely a new era in football. Some people are cheering right now going, yes, we're done with Tom. It's going to be good to see other people step up and be able to move on. But I think Tom Brady will surely be missed in week-to-week NFL games and on people's rosters for sure. Oh, for sure. It is definitely a hard blow for all of us. But next week is the Pro Bowl, which is always a fun time to see some of the best athletes going head-to-head, and that's going to be a great time. 
two a week after that is the famed Super Bowl Bengals versus Rams. We'll break it down for you. But next is the Pro Bowl. We'll break that down for you. And we hope you'll join us next week. <laughs>